that's how bad it was that the funniest pre- thing was something that Rich said. <laughs> Our pre-game chat was that awful. It, it, was, it was pretty dreadful. It was short. I don't know why it was so short. That is what she said. <laughs> Welcome, this is the world-famous Long Snapper podcast, and as the Cincinnati Bengals will tell you, Long Snappers definitely matter. <laughs> Kickers don't, Kickers definitely don't, but Long Snappers do. Um, if your Long Snapper gets hurt, you lose football games. Uh, we, we might talk about that. We might, oh, who, who on earth actually knows what we're going to talk about? I'll tell you what we've got coming up, though. We've got a ludicrous quiz. We'll do some one-sentence reviews. We'll discuss a bit of week one whether people should be over or under reacting to stuff is it time to panic for a few teams any hype is deserved a few ludicrous coaching stuff then we'll do some one sentence previews we'll come up with a a bet for week two because the week one bet for steve rain's anytime touchdown corner worked out so well and there'll probably be some any other business if we get that far um i don't normally do that what what, what that's that What's going on? I like the fact that when you said ludicrous quiz, my brain went to the rapper rather than a ridiculous quiz. Ludicrous, okay. Um, ludicrous? You must have heard of ludicrous. Yeah, I'm, I'm really Adam, up Adam's musical rappers. knowledge ended in like 1987. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I do like how you started referring to us as the world famous Long Snapper podcast. I, I picked up on that last week and I'm a fan. We are world yeah, famous. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Everybody in the world knows exactly who we are. I'm sure that's true. <laughs> Um, you've heard Rich's voice, you've heard Mark's voice, you know who I am. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're listening to us, we don't get any new listeners, so you, you probably know who we are. Um, Craig should be here, but he's not. Excuses. Rubbish. <laughs> this is becoming a recurring thing. It's the fact that he's just come up with the same excuse again. I know. Well, what was his excuse last week? I don't even know. Um, but I mean it's just he hasn't done his quiz that's the bottom line we all know it he (laughs) knows it yeah again Um, so I've got to write something on the fly that you two are going to answer answer some questions on Um, oh good (laughs) joy and it's it's pretty rushed and not very well thought through as you as you'll find out Um, should we do it should we get into uh, get into my Terrible, terrible little quiz. I think that should be our that should be the new podcast tagline. A bit rushed and not very well thought thought through. <laughs> Same as the old pod tag cast. Pod tag cast. Pod tag cast. I mean, the problem is it's not rushed. It go we go on and on. <laughs> it might be better received if we were a bit shorter. Um, just the same amount of quality, but condensed. No, no, we should be going for two-hour podcasts. Screw oh. it, screw this ninety-minute nonsense. Who's getting through that? That's a <laughs> that's a slog, surely. Blimey! All right, quiz. Let's do this. Um, I've just got some questions. It's on the buzzer. Um, you have to answer them. <laughs> there you go. Um, each one <laughs> traditional format. <laughs> Or not for me. <laughs> yeah. It does just feel questions. like bullying, by the way. Questions, just answer them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, ultimately, that's what most quizzes <laughs> are, isn't it? Yeah. Any any kind of indicator as to what they're on, these questions? Well, okay, I'll tell you the this. NFL. You, yeah. each one, I'm going to give you a description of a comedy character. 
like from TV and an NFL player and they're going to share a surname and you've just got to give me the surname simple as that this this could go badly I, ho- I hope it does <laughs> <laughs> um, I will start and yeah, yeah, yeah just buzz in if you think you know um, first one Brooklyn 99 criminal and Denver Broncos wide receiver Rich Yes, Rich. Judy. Yeah, there you go. Adam Rich. Doug or, or Jerry Judy. I don't think they're spelled the same. It doesn't matter. Um, right, next one. Faulty Towers waitress and ex Seahawks and 49ers cornerback. Uh, Rich. Uh, yeah, yes, Rich. Mark, you just said, uh, is it, that's is not it a buzzer. Sherman? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Rich, what's that? Is it Sherman? It is Sherman. Oh, okay. I had literally no idea what her surname was but oh, I figured it had to be Richard Sherman there you go it's a good guess <laughs> alright then alcoholic from the Simpsons and CBS play by play guy Rich yes Rubble Rubble is wrong oh, <laughs> no that's the wrong Barney isn't it <laughs> that's Barney wrong from cartoon the <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Mark any idea I'll ask it again. <laughs> Alcoholic from The Simpsons and CBS play-by-play guy. Um, yeah, I, well, I keep thinking of Mo. Sizzlack? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not Sizzlack. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll give it to you. It's it's uh, Barney Gumble and Greg Gumble. Gumble, Gumble. Yes. Okay. Um, banker from Dad's Army and AFC West quarterback. Rich. Yes, Rich. Herbert? <laughs> no. Damn it. <laughs> Come on, Mark. Get yourself a point. Um, 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 Wilson. Yes. Thank, thank you. Finally. Uh, of course it is. Um, all right. Teenage single mum from Little Britain and ex-Baltimore Ravens safety with a bit of an attitude. Mark? Yes. Reed? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 we'll have a go, Rich. No, I can't. I can't think of oh, it. It was uh, Vicky or Bernard. Pollard. Pollard. Yeah. Pollard. Pollard. Too late now. Pollard. All right. Um, physical therapist for Fraser's dad and number one jersey wearer in the 80s and 90s. This is niche, isn't it? It's Even annoying because I can remember her first name. Well, that's, that's not going to get you the point, is it? Any idea? It, oh, it's... Um, I can't remember her bloody name. We're going to have to stage an intervention at some point for the, the um and stalling <laughs> for time that you're throwing into these quizzes. It's become more frequent and less acceptable. I, I, I don't think of things quickly. <laughs> Neither do I. Just worse at stalling. You've had many more years of practice, clearly. Well, this is it. I'm not going to give you any more time. Um, either Daphne or Warren Moon. Oh, damn it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if the rest are going to go any better. Rich, you're still a point ahead. Um, Shatter's pants in the in-betweeners 
and third string Bills receiver. Uh, <laughs> oh, there's the horse noise. There it is. <laughs> um, neither of you know. I can very, very. Mackenzie! Mark yes. Mackenzie! Yes. <laughs> Finally. You've drawn, drawn level, Mark. All right. David Brent's boss and Tampa Bay Buccaneers receiver. Mark. Yes, Mark. Evans? No. Mark. Just run have a go. The other one. <laughs> oh, God, I flanked on it. Of course oh. you have. <laughs> uh, how many Mark noises am I allowed? How long am I allowed to make Mark as, as noises? Many as, as many as you want, mate. You carry on. Uh, it's got to be Godwin, surely. It is Godwin. Well done. You go back into the lead. Oh, the mark stalling for time thing works. I told you. <laughs> see? There you go. All right. Edward Hitler's flatmate <laughs> and ex-LA Raiders slash Oakland Raiders scatback. Can you tell at what point I was God. struggling to run it, struggling for ideas? Oh, again, I'm going the comedy angle and I cannot remember his name. Remembering names helps with this. Yeah, it's amazing how bad I am at names and equally bad at these quizzes. <laughs> um, I'm guessing. Mark? Go on, have a guess. Richard? Yeah, there you go. <sighs> Richard or, or Richard, depending on how you want to pronounce it. Richard, Richard, and Joe. Richard, Richard, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Um, all right. Least funny character in the history of comedy and an absolute traitor of a wide receiver. Mark. Rich. Mark was first. Damn it. Brown? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know which character. Oh, you're thinking of Mrs. Mrs. Brown's Mrs. boy. Mrs. Brown's boy. <laughs> yeah. I got it off that alone. I should have jumped oh, well in done. earlier. <laughs> All right. Spin Doctor from the thick of it and an extremely accurate kicker. Mark. Yes, Mark. Tucker. Tucker is correct. God, damn it. That extends your lead. Um, last question. I'm not going to say by how much, just in case you think there's anything riding on this. Um, <laughs> uncaring Doctor from Scrubs and Tennessee Titans Rich. and Snapper. Yes. Oh. Um, uh, uncaring Kelso. No. What? Mark. I mean, he's got to share a name with T- Titans Long Snapper, who I'm sure you know who it is. Yes, Yeah, Mark? of course. Yeah. That Mr. Uh, Mr. Cox. I mean, Dr. Cox to you, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, thinking, I'm thinking of the long snapper. See, I jumped in thinking Cox and then went, no, he's not uncaring. And then I realised you meant about JD. I mean, you should have gone with your... You should have, I should have trusted got... your thought about Cox. Yeah, because that it. would have meant I just lost by less. Why <laughs> <laughs> right, not, <well>, Mark? <laughs> I mean, it was Mark against you in a quiz. It went how everybody expected. Yeah. What, what I, else, I think so. it went better for me than everyone expected. I mean, you scored some points, and I don't think you scored any a week ago, did you? I don't think you said anything last I was, week. No, I was, I was as Russ very uh, clearly pointed out, uh, giggling in the corner to myself rather than actually focusing on any of the questions. <laughs> you know, since we spoke last week, I've seen Russ in the flesh and Dougie. Yes, but not watched any cricket, which must have been annoying given how the rest of that test match went. Yeah, yeah it was a little bit. It was a surreal day. And we just 
sat. We didn't even make it into the ground and sat in the pub just outside it, um, waiting for news. And you know, we were half past ten, and then suddenly it's half past four. No play, no play for the day. And um, the day ended with hearing that the Queen had died. It was all a bit, all a bit odd, um, yeah. but <laughs> quite good fun at the same time. I'd imagine spending, that was... spending a Thursday in the pub could be worse. Yeah, quite a lot of pints <laughs> drunk. Yeah, one or two. One or two. Um, yeah, but not. Well, it wasn't messy. It was quite quite respectable and and civil. Well, no, it wasn't civilized, but it was. No, in fact, it wasn't respectable. <laughs> what am I saying? What am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, should we should we get into some one sentence reviews? Um, and I mean, Craig's. Craig's had some of these to write. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's not here. I mean, what what do we do? We just we just wig it. I mean, what else can you do? Um, we get up. All right, I'll get that sonic music going. We will start with Buffalo Thirty One, LA Rams Ten. Um, Rich, you better cover him for this one. What an absolute humping! Brilliant. <laughs> this is going to be as great as we possibly could hope. New Orleans 27, Atlanta 26. The Saints looked offensively average for the vast majority of this game, but managed to hit back from a 16-point deficit in the fourth to clinch victory from a Will Lutz field goal. The Falcons' meltdowns just keep on coming. See, that feels like a great one-sentence rebate. It's it's one thing or the other, isn't it? (laughs) Um, San Francisco 10, Chicago 19. Whilst I'd love to draw loads of conclusions from this, I'm not sure either team deserved this result. Great weather conditions for the neutral, though. Pittsburgh 23, Cincinnati 20. A crazy overtime game where either side could have won it, decided by a solid final drive from Trubisky, with Boswell making up for his earlier miss. Philadelphia 38, Detroit 35. Um, Mark, why don't you do this one? Uh... Jalen Hurts too much for the Lions, who predictably managed to score loads of points but concede just that few more. <laughs> New England 7, Miami 20. Good win for the Dolphins, which they're rightly celebrating, and that receiving call looks tasty. Two of though, really not so sure. Baltimore 24, New York Jets 9. An easy Baltimore victory led by Lamar, reminding everyone that he's more than capable when he has to throw the ball. The woeful Jets offered nothing by way of resistance. Jacksonville 22, Washington 28. This game swung wildly with the Jaguars mounting a strong comeback in the second half, only to be thwarted by Wentz remembering how to throw the football for two late touchdown tosses. You say remembering like he knew at some point. (laughs) (laughs) Man's won a Super Bowl. No, he hasn't won a Super Bowl. (laughs) Well, sort of. got a ring. Cleveland 26, Carolina 24. Baker Mayfield started poorly against his former team, but very nearly got the win anyway. Left too much time on the clock, allowing a game-winning Cleveland field goal. Both teams looked pretty bang average. Indianapolis 20, Houston 20. Uh, This is Craig again, so I'll I'll, I'll have a go. Um, I mean... (laughs) Funny, right? <laughs> it was it was far funnier until the Titans game had finished, um, but I enjoyed it at the time. Um, New York Giants twenty one, Tennessee twenty. Absolute testicles on Brian Dable. <laughs> um, Green Bay seven, Minnesota twenty three. Big problems in Green Bay, as this game wasn't even as close as the sixteen point deficit suggests. 
need week two to establish if the Vikings are just that good or the Packers are just that bad. Kansas City 44, Arizona 21. Patrick Mahomes is back because apparently he went away. Um, but nice dominant win for the Chiefs in what could have been a very tricky road game. Las Vegas 19, LA Chargers 24. Um, Rich, you better fill in. Told you the Vegas Raiders would win this one easily. Mm. Um, Tampa, Tampa Bay 19, <laughs> Dallas 3. Week 1 could hardly have gone worse for Dallas with Dax's injury and the Bucks barely got out of second gear except for the overworked Brian Sucker. And finally, Denver 16, Seattle 17. It now seems inevitable that Seahawks would be the only NFC team to register a win in week one after the Milsom curse was passed on to a Broncos team that's better than it showed. Yeah, Some, somebody on this podcast called that. <laughs> Probably Pat. He was as one would. of those week one ones. Definitely no. wasn't Pat. It no, definitely. I was, you made sure you put that clip on uh, on Twitter earlier on <laughs> under the guise of it being about something else, but actually it was definitely about that. <laughs> I I put that on there, did I? I yeah, oh, well, somebody did. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Some, somebody tweeted from Chippenham that they finally admitted that the Music City Miracle Pass was backwards. <laughs> yeah, didn't have, certainly wasn't. You know, until we until we actually sign our tweets. In fact, you did sign that tweet, or somebody did. <laughs> Someone definitely did. Yeah, you made the mistake of sending it from Chippenham rather than Swindon, though, Adam. You waited got off the motorway a little bit too early. A little bit too early, yeah. yeah if you'd been on did. the if it, if it said King Road Swindon, then I'd have believed you. <laughs> yeah, because it's that it's that specific. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Week one. It's, it's... Can't you say those were better for Craig not being here? <laughs> shorter for Craig not being definitely, here. Definitely, definitely improved. <laughs> Certainly shorter. Um, yeah, it's 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 become the classic thing in recent years that we all like. It, it's become such a predictable narrative about Week One being unpredictable that even that's kind of become a parody of itself. But um, it was exactly that, and there were some there were some upsets. There were some poor performances for some teams that you would think would no better no better do better um <laughs> some teams with unexpected wins and good performances um firstly i mean obviously we'll start with the crap because that's where we're at um, <laughs> yeah. and i think for each each of these teams we <clears throat> should decide if it's time to panic and i do mean panic and <laughs> scream and run around in circles like a blithering idiot um because some of them played like that why don't we start with, let's start with the Green Bay Packers. That's a great place to start, Adam. Yeah. That's exactly where I was going to suggest we Is went. It? Let's well, that... take a dump on Aaron Rodgers. Yes. <laughs> wow, this was bad. Although having said that, I don't think any of this is other than taking a stupidly high salary that means he's got no receiving weapons, Aaron Rodgers' fault. And the fact that he completely sapped all his wide receivers' confidence by shitting over them all during the preseason and saying how crap they were. And then refusing to throw to Christian Watson after his first misstep. Yeah. Other than that, though, <laughs> other than that, not his fault at all. Um, they're, they're, they're a bad team. They uh, And yes, it's week one. A lot of this comes back to the, the shambles that is the preseason, right? What's the point of it? It's the, What's the point of the games? No one plays games. Um, and they're going. Offenses are going in undercooked. We say every year something needs to change about it because it's really the first like week or two of football. Offensively, other than maybe three or four teams in the league, 
is a shambles and it's got not good for the product when you only get 16, 17 games, however many it is now, a season. The fact that, you know, a, a significant, well, a chunk of them are bad because they're, they're going in underprepared is ridiculous. But this was, there was bad and then there was bad in every phase of the ball that the Packers were. They looked offensive line shocking wide receivers clearly not good enough but they last year at least they had a fairly dominant defense they were bad um it was yeah every nothing nothing worked i think the only shining light there is the running backs that they, they do still have two quality running backs they could run the ball reasonably well at times obviously there was the run stuff on dylan on the goal line early on that might have kept them in it a little bit better but they're such an unbalanced team now because that's the only place that they've really got tar- uh, talent that they can lean on heavily i i think the thing i'm most surprised about is the, the defense because that was the one area that people were suggesting that would keep them in games yeah. enough for the offense to stutter a bit but but get over the line and it doesn't look good for them at the moment. But again, it's week one. We saw this with them last year where we all went, yay, the Packers are terrible. And then they weren't, or they weren't great for a lot of the season, but they were still winning games. Yeah. But that was, that was as much, I think down to the quality of the opposition. Um, The Vikings look like a better side. Now the bears like surprisingly look like a slightly better side. The lions, I think are a better side. There's teams in that NFC that are better. And I think that, I, I don't know. That, that sounded like about four knee jerks in a row to week one. 100%. <laughs> I think, that's, no, what I, I, that's what I'm here for, Adam. I think the Vikings will potentially win that division at Canter. Um, I think they're a, a team a with... Wow, right that's, that's, that's a yeah, shout right there. They're, they're a team with a chunk of talent that has had that talent for a while, but has just not been able to show it. And now they've actually got decent you know, offensive play calling. They, I mean, you look at some of the plays in that game, obviously, well, it depends, right? If the Green Bay Packers defense turns out to be good and it's just the Vikings offense is scary good, then I think a lot of people are in trouble. Um, I'm not sure I'm convinced by the Lions yet. I'd love for them to be able to show stuff, but... The thing is, they can score a lot of points and their defense is still a bit naff, but at the minute, that's they don't have to be any better than naff to stop the Packers. Right. Um, but I think the Bears, I'm not, I, don't, I think as Adam suggested in, in the reviews, I don't think you can really say anything about them at the moment. The, they did almost nothing other than a couple of long uh, touchdown passes or near touchdown passes to broken defensive plays. I don't, I don't know if that's a good team or not yet. They didn't look good apart from that. But I can tell you well, who's not a good team at the minute. The Packers. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I, so we're I, saying we're saying I'd that it is time to panic in Green Bay. I like that. I, I don't think it's it's not like <laughs> they've got. I mean, I know there was a couple of injuries during the game. I think a few, like one of his tackles or a couple of his tackles were out injured. But I can't see those rookie wide receivers improving massively quickly. You know, they they don't have. They're playing football now. They haven't got a season to develop if they want to be a success. They need to they need to start hitting the ground running next week i don't think it's time for the green bay packers to panic because ultimately this franchise has been heading towards a rebuild for far longer than they've 
you know, they, they, they've managed to avoid it for a long time. It's now that time. It's time for Aaron Rodgers to panic because he's made a terrible decision to stick around. <laughs> there, was some, there were some there were some occasions though where he when you watch the game he throw the he throws the ball the receiver drops it and he's walking back to get into the huddle and you look in his face and he just looks like what the fuck am I doing it right he's and decided to do another and, season of this rather than not, taking all... but that isn't that's not a leader of men no. that isn't the person you want to be going oh no inspiring those guys to improve because they know that guy as soon as he drops that pass that guy knows he's not getting another ball throw to him he's know he's going to get like chewed out by him publicly it's just it looks it's toxic toxic. it's pathetic it's yeah and he's got he's just got worse and worse over the years he's got older as well it's just he's his face says it all he's just looks like someone who if 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 not is just now flat out disinterested. He's like he's sick of the the perpetual shit that has been put around him. <laughs> but that's his fault. <clears throat> you take an ever larger wage, an ever larger chunk from the the you know a capped salary, and and you're going to mean that you can't afford weapons around you. You know they could have paid Devonte Adams if he wasn't taking this ridiculous salary that he's taking home every year. But the, I mean, yeah, you're right. But by the same token, they still could have drafted a, a skill position player at any stage. I know they did this year, but in the last three rounds of any time in the last four drafts, and they haven't. Right. There's there's that too. <laughs> All right. So we we are definitely knee jerking on the Packers, which is fine. I'm I'm here for that. Right. What about Indianapolis and not beating Houston? They didn't lose to Houston. They were down big against Houston. Came back. And then you expect them to go on and win in overtime, but they didn't. Uh, Blankenship missed a kick. He has, I believe, been cut since, which seems extraordinary. No, really? What? I'm, I'm sure I saw that. Um, I've half half seen it. Um, yeah, he has. He is. He is gone. He is out the door. Wow. wow. Some other team is going to get a very good kicker. Uh, yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what happened talk with about kicking situation, Mark? Have you got one yet? We, we we love ours. We love Tyler Bassman. We don't need it. We don't need Blankenship. Okay. Some somebody will. You're right. But yeah, it, it's not just the kicker that's the problem, right? Um, they seems. But I mean, it's 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 a new quarterback in the building, um, who has divided opinion as to whether that's a, a good thing. Uh, but I mean, I. I'm kind of the the opinion that they'll be all right at least, and they'll they'll be more than competitive in what looks on the face of week one a pretty poor division that they should easily win, uh, but that looked ugly at times in Houston. That definitely felt like a a, a rust being knocked off still situation rather than you know Houston came out wanting it, they they took the early lead. I I. I'm not panicking. If I'm the Colts, I'm not panicking. I'm annoyed because it feels like one that you really should have got on the board. But, you know, it's it's not the end of the world. It's a tie. And you move on. You just do things better next time out. But it, there's so many teams over the years have come out in week one and stunk it up a bit and then been fine and made long playoff runs. I, I don't think the Colts are one that need to worry. Okay, so the Colts aren't panicking, unlike Green Bay. Um, I mean, the, the, the thing for them is that that feels 
like they've got something from the game. Yes, it's a tie, but 17 points in the last quarter. At least they've rallied. At least they've found something. They should have won the game. Um, and at least you've got that momentum to build on going into week two. Um, I just, yeah, it's I, I wouldn't panic yet. I what cheers me up as a fellow and a fellow AFC South fan is that both teams are going to be angry at not winning <laughs> <laughs> for different yeah. reasons. Uh, but yeah, there there we are. All right, um, Cincinnati. Now that was a bonkers game against Pittsburgh. Now they turned the ball over four hundred times and yet <laughs> still should have won the game. Now I, I don't know what to make of that. This might just be one that. I sort of dodged the question. I don't know if... Um... The only thing that concerns me there is, and I don't think you can read too much into the Steelers in this one, because last year, last season against the Bills, week one, they defensively looked really strong as well, and they kind of tailed off very quickly. Um, so they, well, they're going to tail off very quickly because TJ Watt's injured. That's right? yeah, so, absolutely yeah. That's good. That, and that for the year as well. If it's, if it's no, it's not. That's him done for the year. No, he's not done for the year. They came that's out good. today and said he's got six to eight weeks, that's and then good. he'll be back. So yeah, so I think it's good for the NFL generally that he's yeah, not out good. for a complete but year. He, he was causing as he as he always has. He seemed to be causing ninety percent of the disruption. The the thing that can, the thing that would concern me from a Bengals point of view is the fact that they've overhauled four of the five starters on that of that offensive line, and they look like they had never met each other. But that can often be a problem, right? You get two or three even new starters on an offensive line, and it can take quarter to a half a season to gel and get good. You've just got to be able to do something decent early on like running the ball if you can run the ball at least you've got that or if you can pass block at least you've got that they didn't seem to be able to do one thing or another but i equally i think they'll get better and it's not like the o-line was that good last year there no no you're right it wasn't and um... uh, they're not going to turn the ball over that many times every week and no. <laughs> but despite despite all of that they still nearly won the game so should have won the game had they, the had they challenged had the coach challenged on that jamar chase catch on the goal line they would have won the game because that uh, was a well, touchdown. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah getting to that. In I mean, we well we could go there now. I mean, it, that was just well one of three big coaching foul ups from week one that I'd picked out. And it's uh, it's not even just that, right? They missed a field goal first in overtime, so they really should have won it in overtime. Have, have, having missed an extra point to win it in regular in regular like normal right, time. <laughs> right. It's it was all just a bit bonkers. If yeah. they sack their kicker, because actually there's a guy who probably should have gone. No, it, that was that was on that's on the holder and uh, the holder and the snapper is. The, oh, that, that was the long snapping issues, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Right. It's the no, it's not even on the holder. I don't think. No, yeah, well, actually, the way he brought down the one. <laughs> although one thing that he did was it him that did the thing where it was laces towards the kicker. Um, it might have been <laughs> one of them. The snapper like actively turned it, and the the holder, sorry, turned laces towards the kicker, God. and he shanked it miles left <laughs> i mean it wasn't a good week for kickers in the nfl generally was it i mean is it ever kicking <laughs> crews uh, not good. that's why russ isn't on this week by the way he's uh currently fielding a lot of calls from nfl front offices <laughs> he's, he's trying out currently for the indianapolis Colts. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah he might he might well be yeah it, it, that but that non-challenge to me is the like yeah there were other moments they could have won that game but it just seemed so obvious. Yeah, his, from foot's, my his living foot room. is on the line. Like, that's a touchdown. 
Oh, they haven't given it. Okay, okay. having a look at that. What? Like, it just they just didn't even seem to entertain it. It wasn't even. I don't know. It didn't seem like they even had a discussion about it. It's just like, yeah, no, move on. I wonder if there's a bit of me, there's a bit of me that still wonders if he thought it was kind of like in the last two minutes, and therefore the the booth was going to have a look at it, um, and he just <laughs> bearings, or whether it was just a massive, like he thought, oh, clearly it wasn't then. But I've no idea why no one in the booth has buzzed down to say shut the flag, we because that's in. It just it staggers me how coaching staffs can is, is coaching staffs coaching staff what's the plural of coaching staff i don't know i think uh, for but... us it's staff and for them it's staffs because the americans are idiots okay <laughs> fine i'll go with that but hi like, to all our american how, listeners how do they get these things wrong how is there not somebody I, I whose know. job solely it is just to check this stuff out well there, uh, yeah, there normally I'm... is right normally you've got you know, offensive coordinator or at least one of his guys up in up in the, the gods somewhere watching all the monitors. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand how teams can have a person who is employed to pull the coach back from the sideline and not have someone who is responsible <laughs> for making sure that we throw the challenge flag when it's an obvious challenge. But my understanding is they do have that. So whether maybe there's a communication breakdown there, maybe yeah, there's you know you're trying to get word down and no one's listening to you on the line or whatever yes i mean it's, it's, it's like being pat on this podcast the thing is we we say it was you know it was a glaring coach fuck up and it was but they still scored after that and then and still missed the kick so the situation would have been the same just with the you know um the steelers having a little bit more time but it's it didn't definitively lose them the game unlike other coaches um, and and their performances in some of these late late games. I mean, it I, it feels I like. Think, sorry, Adam. Go on. The 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 thing about this is, you say it doesn't definitively loosen the game, but it's a factor. Right? Yeah. So there'll be there are other things that didn't go their way. Um, it's the same with Tennessee. Uh, we we've had a, a a couple of moments where the the drive to attempt a game winning field goal just horrendous clock management and just brain fades going on some ludicrous play calls. I mean, those in, those in isolation, you change any one of these and that probably changes the result, but yeah, there's also other stuff, but it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't change the fact that there's been a coaching fuck up for want of a better word. And that that has changed the result of a game. Is this also a thing with coaching staff? staffs not taking uh the preseason seriously so they're not necessarily drilling themselves on how do we need to be on top of every single call every single factor in the preseason means that they're not necessarily well yeah because they don't care whether they win or lose they don't care whether they win or lose that game they're they're interested in working out as many players as possible right so but but equally you're not having that moment of oh should we be challenging here what's our you know, what's our call here? Who's looking after this? Who's making that call down from the booth upstairs? All that kind of thing. Like, I don't know. You've got to be ready for this stuff. I don't think, I don't think there's any excuse. I don't think it's, this is not underpreparedness. This is literally their job. Right. It's but, I, like, but I think it I, goes it's, back to... It's a disgrace to... That, that, that calls like this and time management of this nature in the NFL still goes on. We'll go on to talk about the Broncos, but fuck me. It's, it is inexcusable that what happened on that final drive happened. It should not be possible. <laughs> well, funny enough, that was my third one. 
that I'd got, <laughs> I'd got down the Denver Broncos. I mean, that that's that was very similar in a lot of ways to that Tennessee final drive, um, but <laughs> ten, two... 10 times worse. Like, yeah. it was... What you you've got a four and fourth and five on what was it about the forty forty five no forty five yard line of the the Seahawks, um, fifty seconds left on the clock, all timeouts. Um, what's your best chance to win the game? Is it to try and convert the fourth and five, then manage the situation when you've got all the time and timeouts you could possibly need, or is it attempting a sixty four yard field goal? But Adam, it's, I mean, but, come it's, on. But worse than that. It's the play to get up to that point. Because when you start that drive, Russ has got the ball in his hands. And I think it's there's like a minute and 20 seconds or something on the clock or a minute and 10 seconds on the clock. His, he, they ended up calling a timeout with 20 seconds to go. The clock management, where how you left all that to, to dangle on with no decision being made. I don't expect that out of the coaches, but I also don't expect that out of Russell Wilson. That he's he's a veteran oh, no, I agree. player. I agree. Yeah, he's yeah. like he's completely completely dropped the ball, and I agree that the decision to to take the ball this... out of Russell Wilson's hands is a poor one because what you're going to do, like you, it's fourth and five. Do you think I, I know? Let's take the let's take the ball out of my offense and we'll kick the second longest second longest field goal in NFL history. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good idea. Well, actually manage the clock better so you've got more time when you're getting into that position so that you're not having to like fanny about on a fourth down from miles away with hardly any time left. I It was weird because they had, they took 30, they ran, they deliberately ran down the clock. Yes, so it's ludicrous. Could, so it was like they decided immediately this was what they were going to do. Or, I mean, you don't do the, the 30 seconds in that situation. They must no. have decided every, what they were going to do. Every single second counts. It was almost, it felt like that they were me- trying to make sure that they didn't give the Seahawks any more time if they when they kicked the field goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. If, if they if they yeah, if you're not sure, you've got your timeouts in your pocket, you call a timeout and think about it. So they were sure. That was what's staggering. It was just yeah. like this is this is what we're gonna do. Um, it's, it's, you're, it's you're, in, you're in you're in Seattle as well. It's not like you're in Denver where you've got the the altitude thing gives you an advantage for kicking long field goals. It, it just so, seems well, bizarre is, to make that thing. kind of decision in that stadium. So they iced the kicker as well. So and he missed it by miles on the foot on the icing. So they then had an opportunity to rethink even after that. And they still they still had enough time to get 10 yards they're 20 seconds and they still had timeouts i don't yeah none of it made any sense but again this is this is one where i think weirdly seattle just seemed really up for this game like way more up for it than i think anyone expected them to be and except me rich except me (laughs) (laughs) a lot a lot of facts in that though isn't it it's it's wilson going back it's the 12th man they'd been there for hours apparently before kickoff it was one of the loudest recorded stadiums that America's ever seen in any sport. Um, so they it should was... mention that more often, Seattle, shouldn't yeah, they? It's, well, it, it really helps when they've got such an amazing PA system pumping out crowd noise. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But, but they, they clearly, also, like, it, again... It clearly, it clearly, you know, it's it's a hard place as the opposition to go and play mm. with that level of noise. Yeah, but if um, anyone should know that, it's, the, it's bloody Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. He looks. I thought he was another one that suffered from week one sloppiness. 
Um, he looked like his, his he, numbers he were fine. He didn't he didn't throw any interceptions. He had a, quite a lot of yards, one touchdown, I think. But they they did that cardinal sin. They fumbled on the goal line. Melvin did. And then their other running back, Williams, did as well. About yeah. two drives yeah. later. I, yeah, it's their, their their red zone play because I think the, the even the drive after that they got close and only ended up with a field goal. Yeah, um, it's three points out of three red zone trips. Yeah, it was they they had no business losing this game, uh, but somehow managed to. Well done. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think the Broncos should be panicking about whether they can play good football. I think they should be panicking about the fact that they can't really afford to drop any games in that division. Yeah. And yeah. Seattle and isn't one of them that they could afford to, maybe. <laughs> this, right. this, if anything, as a, as a fan of another team that had a decent week one in the AFC, I look at all these games and actually like think, this is good. The Bengals have lost the game. This makes this makes the like the Titans have lost the game. The Colts didn't win. This makes the getting the first seed battle for first like seed one that little bit easier because it's week one. But it's you know the Bills only missed out the, the first seed by one game last year, and it's you can't afford to lose these games. Shouldn't yep. shouldn't have uh, shouldn't have slipped on fourth down then, should you, Mark? Um, <laughs> Correct. Absolutely right. <laughs> exactly. Allegedly. He didn't slip. Um, the next team on my list of should they panic, the Santa Clara 49ers. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'll, I'll give you an answer if you like. No, that's a yeah. pass. That's the, you can't read anything into a game in those conditions. Move on. But you may have some further thoughts. I well, fear you might. There, there are a few things. Anyone trying to blame Trey Lance can piss right off because any quarterback in that kind of conditions or any, any quarterback who's effectively a rookie coming in, in those kind of conditions for game one of you taking over the reins, you've not really got that much of a, uh, of a chance. You're going to get given lots of instructions to hand the ball off uh, lots of design runs, some not design runs. Um, Mitchell going down seemed to really stall our offense with that injury. And that's, that's a killer for us because he's been great, but he's been injured a lot over the last year um we should have been multiple scores ahead we, we just couldn't take advantage of three quarters of absolute dominance which i think will be the story when we get to the titans as well um but it's it's a weather game like you say the weather there is and and the problem that we had was our our secondary went to sleep twice or one of our linebackers and one of our secondary went to sleep on consecutive touchdown plays for them effectively and gave them free plays like those those kind of breakdowns can't happen in the nfl otherwise you've just got guys who are gonna you know take the ball to to the to the house um and so i think that there was a an issue that i had with the lack of effort when pettis got the ball and probably could have been tackled out of bounds i don't know but, he was so second far, he just was, looked he was so open no but we a had a couple of guys coming but... from deep who could have come across there were two of them against one blocker and pettis and you should have at least been hustling him out of bounds at that point but you know what i'll, I'll defend them on, on this on that field in that weather you i, I, I don't know it's it's it must be when you you know you've had mitchell probably gone down already by that point you've got to be worried about slipping or doing yourself some harm when it when it comes to i'm not i'm not saying that you should give up, but 
You've got studs on. Suck it I was, up. I was, I was deeply underwhelmed by the effort on that, and and just generally the 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 failure it, to to track two wide open receivers on those plays that basically gave them a way back into what was otherwise a basically dead game. If we'd if we'd gone into the what was it sort of. 10 minutes to go in the fourth quarter where it just suddenly the heavens opened and it just hammered it down with a lead that leads not changing hands at that point it, it that had a vibe i'm probably i'm not the titans game wasn't really like that in this sense because there was a no point where oh we're definitely going to lose until the final kick but that game seemed to have a vibe at some point in the third quarter it was like the 49ers are going to lose and it didn't look like anything they could do about it um the, the it was just you could you could tell it wasn't going your way and you 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 know in those conditions you're not going to have that many opportunities i think um, again sim- similar to what you mentioned earlier it was red zone trips without getting at least a touchdown out of i think we had three trips and we got two field goals and it just or one field goal and it just allowed because we had the debo samuel turnover and it just allows a team to hang around when they shouldn't be able to um, but you better go back to Jimmy G, though, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that whole narrative is laughable because <laughs> as soon as as soon as Shanahan does that, he's probably fired anyway. His future is tied to Trey Lance. Uh, yeah, you can't yeah. give up that much and not believe that that's your guy for the long term. I I I, I didn't think he looked very good, but I think nobody looked very good. And he you... looked all right. He he did a lot of the quarterback run stuff that we assume he was brought in for, and he threw some nice passes when the when the weather wasn't dreadful. He looked panicked at the end, but it was hammering down with rain, and you try throwing a football in that kind of weather is is not going to happen, even for the best of players. Yeah, we we had a we had a game like that against the Texans last year. Yeah. It was just a similar level of fast. You've got to be um, able to run the ball in those games and two scores down, running the ball's not going to get you a win. Well, yeah, this is, exactly, exactly. Okay, I mean, you're not panicking. Um, no, I'll rightly. panic after week four if we're still, if we're 0-4, then I'll be worried. Fine, okay. Mark, should the Rams be panicking? Um, No. I think they've still got a lot of good weapons. They're just playing, and uh, you know, it's obvious I'm going to say this, but they were playing a very, very, very good side. Um, I think the Bills justified why they're one of the Super Bowl favourites. Um, they, I mean, they hung around enough in the first half to keep it at 10-10 um, before the Bills found their offensive um, mojo second half. But I think, again, a lot of it for them is is week one sloppiness. Um, they, Van Jefferson missing didn't help. Um, and I, I wouldn't necessarily be worried just yet. All right, I'll tell you who is worried. Me. <laughs> uh, I want to weigh in on the Rams a little bit. I don't think they're anywhere near the same football team they were last year. I think some of the pieces that they lost in the off season and couldn't replace because they didn't have the money to are showing. I think they'll be desperate to get OBJ back if they can get him back on some cheap deal that keeps him under the cap later in the season once he's back from an ACL I'm not convinced by them I don't, I don't know that it's time to write them off but they're not the team that rumbled to the Super Bowl last year 
no, I th- do do write them off, Rich. Stick to your guns. <laughs> I think when you I still would got, love to be able to, but I don't when, feel when you've still to got yet. Cooper Cooper Cup still looks like the same Cooper Cup. Um, the thing that would concern me slightly is Cam Akers and what happened to him. Three carries for zero yards. That's that's a bit of a concern. Um, looks good. Only for all those whingy fantasy football people. Yeah, yeah, but he was meant to. This was meant to be his. More than th- this was meant groups. to be his breakout year, and and he obviously like just did nothing. Um, Matt Stafford still threw for two hundred and forty yards. Matthew um, Stafford with his dodgy Super elbow. Bowl, Super Bowl winning Matt. Super Stafford, Bowl I winning think, Matt Stafford. Do we um, do we think he's got a dodgy elbow? He didn't look that dodgy in that game. No, I thought he was okay. He threw. I mean, he obviously threw some interceptions, but Matt Stafford has always thrown interceptions <laughs> his whole career. Um, I I think. I think they'll be fine. They just came up against a team that was, you know, as as advertised. Yeah. Should the Bills be panicking? They should. I mean, should the Bills be panicking. <laughs> <laughs> we're kind of, we're, well, yeah, we're sort I, of panicking you... because we still don't believe quite that it's, <laughs> it shouldn't be going this well so far. I'll tell you when you should be panicking, Mark, and that's if you can't beat the Titans in week two because I... <laughs> Oh, uh, it's it's yeah. We were clearly a much better football team than the New York Giants, but and I can live with week one rustiness. I can live with Derek Henry dropping a snap or Dontrell Hilliard dropping a pass. What I can't live with is a decision that you're going to target Jeff Swaim seventeen times <laughs> rather than the decent receivers that you've signed or Austin Hooper who had like one target. So you was draft it, Traylon Burks at 16 and you throw the ball to Jeff Swaim all day. Was it instead. Swaim tight end end around or was it your other tight end? Uh, no, that was our rookie tight end. Um, oh, nice. Um, he, I mean, you could have, you could have put Gronk in there and he would have never made a first down with that ridiculous no. play call. Uh, <laughs> this is, you look at yeah. you look at AJ Brown going absolutely off for the Philadelphia Eagles. Who? And exactly. And it makes that whole trade seem even more bizarre. Like just I don't, don't, I don't, I'll defend the trade because I don't I think AJ Brown was a dick and didn't give us any choice. He wanted he wanted to go for whatever reason. Um but that yeah, that that's done. I'm not I'm not angry about that anymore. I'm angry about drafting a player in Traylon Burks and trading for a receiver in Robert Woods and deciding that we're not going to bother using them or they'll, well, they'll look be decent. on the field. The, yeah, the he bits does. That he did, the bits where he got thrown the ball. Well, he looked, three he looked like a, yeah, he looked yeah, genuinely great. decent. Um, but <laughs> Jeff Swain doesn't look decent, yet we keep throwing the ball to him. He had three catches for 19 yards, Adam. Come on, be me. Stop being uh, he me. must have been targeted eight times, seriously. The play Todd Downing as offensive coordinator. It's not like we didn't know what he was like. He was there last year. We haven't got rid of him. We brought in Tim Kelly to assist. Um, maybe that's the rocket up his arse he needs. I, I don't know. I don't. I have serious concerns about how far we can go with that that play calling. Um, but it will only go so far, right? You'll hit a point where he'll get fired. Because well, I don't, it would be I don't him know, or the head because, coach. Well, this is this, yeah, and I don't, you're not about to fire Mike Brable at this stage. Exactly. I don't think they're going to fire a coordinator at this stage. It's week one. That would be seemingly, it's too early for that, you but... would think. 
but it it was just the manner of so much of it. Yes, Jerome Boga is a joke, and have we had a, <laughs> a competent official in charge of the game, we'd probably have won. Yes, if Randy Bullock had made that kit, we'd have won. Yes, all sorts of things. But you've got to overcome this stuff. And yeah. you overcome this stuff by putting the ball in the hands of your best players at key moments and not doing anything stupid like that tight end end around. Mm. But this just... did feel, it felt like the Niners game in that you let a mediocre to poor team hang around for far longer than they should have been allowed to. Yeah. And then yeah, they punished yeah. you for it. Yeah. I mean, especially with the way that, um, with the way that Daniel Jones was playing and the fact that he was getting absolutely reamed out on the sideline by his head coach <laughs> and for them to like clearly not be playing well, to throw that interception in the end zone, Jesus Christ. And to right. still win the game. That was the moment where you had the punt muff and then immediately they throw you an interception in the end zone for you to get a, what a, 20 yards line start again okay we can chill out and not panic here like that felt like okay this is the stabilizing moment where we all the we'll actually win aside, the game now we're fine <laughs> yeah, we'll well. hold did you have a lead at that point i think you had a lead yeah, at yeah, that yeah, point yeah, as well it was the touchdown with the with the ballsy two point right. play after that at the very we weren't worst until that two point conversion yeah. yeah at the very worst we just work the ball down the field and we'll kick a field goal and we'll go two scores ahead and we'll be fine and it just it I don't know what happened. It was just really bizarre. Well, I have covered some of what happened. I mean, yeah. yeah. For for the Giants, but I mean, Saquon Barkley is looked back. Really for what good. It's worth. He really looked great. Good. He did look. Good. Daniel Jones doesn't look in any way great. It's a, he's an absolute <laughs> joke. Um, but well, Brian Dable, I thought, had a good game. He adjusted things at halftime because we were our defense was all over them in that first half. Yeah. And that, this is, that's another thing that we should have been out of sight at halftime. There, there yeah. were times that you, you looked at him coming towards halftime and you thought he, he was sat there thinking, I've gone from Josh Allen to this. <laughs> <laughs> they're another what team that they're another team that will probably go, I don't know, four or five wins over the course of the season and get a shot at a very good quarterback for next year. Yeah, so, they, they need significant roster changes, yeah, I, but I, I, th I think I, they've got a good guy in Dable. I really do. I yeah. feel like this may be the high point of the Giants' season. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I don't really care. This might be their the one win. Their is, but... <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that's not true. They play in the NFC East, so they'll get a couple more. Hey, so... the NFC, the NFC East. It was only the Cowboys who lost. <laughs> what a division? Best division in football. Better than yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Dax hurt though, so. Yeah, yeah, it was only the Cowboys that lost, but they've lost big with that, I think. Um, yeah, that's, 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 that's them done. That's, that, I, I don't, th there was issues with them anyway. I don't see him recovering from eight weeks without Dak. As good as Cooper Rush may end up being, I just... <laughs> they, they look poor going into the season. They're now even Coop, worse. Cooper Rush feels a bit Johnny I'm the guy, doesn't he? Like... <laughs> <laughs> he should be a running back, though, surely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know, quarterbacks should have names like Chuck Long, <laughs> <laughs> not Cooper Rush. Come on. I love the fact that you've just come up with that off the top of your head, but secretly you've had it stored away for years. He's so, been waiting for Rich, the moment. Yeah, there was literally a quarterback called Chuck Long. Oh my God, really? That's amazing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's not as good as D-Liner, but it's almost as good. Uh, yeah, it's it's close, isn't it? Uh, but yeah, I don't care about the Cowboys. Um, no, 
Is there any in the NFC East? So he gives do do any of I was going to say I've, we've sort of covered some of this. I was going to do these teams. Any of these teams deserve a bit of hype? I don't think Seattle particularly no. do. No. Uh, they'll be hard at home. Um, the Vikings. The Vikings would kind of. We've covered a bit. Vikings, I'm, I'm, I'm high on them. I think they looked very good. Um, in, they've got a genuine superstar wide receiver now. If Dalvin, if Dalvin Cook properly gets going, um, and that defense holds up and continues to be to be decent, I, I don't disagree with Rich that they they could easily win that division. Yeah, they've been held back by coaching for a long time, I think, and I think. Now they've got all those pieces in place. I think they'll they'll look really good. Uh, of all the teams that have upset a favourite this week, I think they're the ones to watch. I don't think yeah. many of the others. I'm I, I'd I'd like to be high on the Bears. I don't like the Bears particularly as a franchise, but I like Justin Fields and I'd like him to be in a situation that can show off his talent. But I I don't think they're that good. <laughs> Anything else? Awesome. Are we keeping you up? Yeah, <laughs> You're right, yeah, mate. Yeah. Um, I had a couple other things. That Johan Docton grab round the back of the DB for that touchdown uh, against was, the Jacksonville Jaguars. That, that was, was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Nate, Nate Washington versus the Detroit Lions in 2012. If you've never seen it, Google that. Um, the, yeah, incredible stuff. Um, it's very, yeah, very similar type, type bonkers catch. Um, just, uh, one, just... one, one quick, one, one quick one from me. Um, New England Patriots, lol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they look pretty dreadful, didn't they? Oh my word! The thing is, I don't consider that to be like a panic stations because that's kind that of was a predictable as, result. Yeah, that's completely as good as they thought they were going to be. They <laughs> they look shocking, and I love it. They always lose in Miami, even and they when always they, lose in week one. Brady. Yeah, but they this, look bad in week one. But this isn't like you know. Brady and Gronk and Randy Moss and you know Josh McDaniels is going to figure out a way to get that like but, that ticking. This is Mac Jones throwing to Jacoby Myers. It's they're, they're still fu- going to go fu- nine and eight though. No, they're not. No, they're they not. Are. They're not winning over four games. Oh, that Ooh. yeah, they they one hundred percent are. Do you want, do you want to put do you want to put a score on that? I've no idea what a score is, but <laughs> was it twenty? <laughs> Craig knows so. these things. How <laughs> much? How much is a mouse? There's no such amount. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're not winning more than four games. They 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 are. There you go. They're not. They're not I'm telling you. All right, I'll, I'll bet you a mouse that they that they do. <laughs> I mean, where where are they winning? I just, I just can't, I can't see where they're going to get their wins from. Well, they'll, they'll go one, one and one against the Bills, just because you lot seem to love, even when you're really good, losing tell, a game against them. Well, I tell you what, like I can see, it, it, I'm not going to bet on it purely because it will be week 17. They are at Buffalo, and if we've had <laughs> such a good season that we rest everybody, they'll win that game, and then I'll lose the bet. So I'm not doing it. <laughs> All right, I have, I have got their schedule up. I'm going to give you their nine wins. Um, Steelers. Loss. Lo- no, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you their nine wins. Steelers. They're not, they're not winning that game. Lions. No. Browns. Bears. No, no. Jets times two. No. The Jets uh, are a better team than the Patriots. That's six. Raiders. Don't, no, definitely trust not. Me. Um, they'll, beat the, they'll beat the Dolphins at home. That's eight. No. And one of, one of the Bills games. There you go. Nine. No, wrong. All in it. <laughs> 
you are you you're sorry adam you are bang wrong Brilliant. We'll, we'll see we'll see um all right let's look ahead to week two and we yeah. we have got well i'll tell you I'll, you can probably figure out the maths there are 16 games in week two um there are 12 one census previews that have already been written <laughs> <laughs> i say that like there's a chance that Craig actually wrote his um, <laughs> before not being able to come Well, on. we know now that he doesn't make them up on the spot. <laughs> no, he, he writes them during the quiz when I'm reading the rules out. That's when he does them. <laughs> um, but let's do them. And yeah, yeah, we'll see how it goes. One sentence previews. We start with LA Chargers at Kansas City. This should be a matchup full of fireworks. So I'm expecting a 9-7 scoreline. Miami at Baltimore. Uh, Mark, you're going to have to do this one. Uh, expect Lamar and Devin Duvernay to continue the attack against a Tua-led Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> you, see, you see, it shows you. You think these things write themselves. They don't. Uh, New York Jets at Cleveland. A backup QB battle here and two decent-looking defences. 44-41 it is then. Washington at Detroit. Expect a high-scoring shootout with very little by way of defensive solidity from either side. Indianapolis at Jacksonville. This has a Jags win written all over it. Come on, Jacksonville. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. Uh, Rich? Ooh, this could be a high-scoring, fun fireworks affair, and I genuinely mean that this time. Carolina at New York Giants. If Saquon really is back, the Giants could go 2-0 against the Panthers. New England at Pittsburgh. Mitch Trubisky, 2-0 anyone. With that defence against Mac Jones, put your mortgage on it. Uh, no, I'm not. I told you, if they're winning that one, the, the Patriots are. <laughs> Atlanta at LA Rams. The Rams will get things back on track against the Falcons team, who blew a 16-point fourth quarter lead in week one. Seattle at San Francisco. Oh... That's Craig again. It's probably my turn. Um, this feels... It's just, you can't just do these on the fly, can you? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. It's back down to earth for Seattle. The Niners are going to win this one comfortably at home in beautiful sunshine in Santa Clara. Cincinnati at Dallas. No Dak, but there won't be a rush to victory for that. We've covered this already, haven't we? The Bengals get back on track here very, very easily. Houston at Denver. After a shock defeat to the Seahawks, the Broncos absolutely must clean things up offensively and get their season started at home this week. Arizona at Las Vegas. Two intriguing teams will make for a matchup where the winner will feel like all is right with their world again. This might be my pick for game of the week. Is that a thing that we do? Um, Chicago at Green Bay. Lots of people expected 0-1 versus 1-0 here, just not this way around. I don't see either team continuing where they've started, though, as the Bears will be brought right back down to earth. Tennessee at Buffalo. Um, that's Craig. We can't, I can't do that. Mark, you can't do this. It's better you, Rich. Sorry, Adam, but Buffalo's going to take a 2-0 uh, record into week three. Tell me something I don't know. <laughs> um, and finally, Minnesota at Philadelphia. Two impressive offences from week one face a tougher test this time around in a bid to show which of them might just be for real. There we go. Slick. Even slicker than if Craig had actually been here to do this. Do you think he's ever going to turn up again? Yeah. Genuinely. 
Ofsted can't inspect him every week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he, I mean, his five grandmothers can all die. <laughs> Unless they get some kind of like three for two deal on the inspections, I don't know. <laughs> That's definitely a thing. Um, all right, it's time to time for the Steve Rains anytime touchdown corner. How did it go last week? Uh... Do, you know what I, do you know what I was quite happy about last week? <laughs> well, it was still was... up for grabs in, on, by Sunday, wasn't it? Cause... I was I was listening. Obviously, it wasn't at the podcast last week. I was listening in. And because you started doing it, I realised that you hadn't asked me for my pick. And I was shouting Gabe Davis at the at my um, headphones. <laughs> and then and you went round the, the houses with Diggs and Alan. And what I liked was, regardless of which of those three you picked, they all scored. So it didn't matter. <laughs> Such a prick. <laughs> I was delighted with the fact that I managed to pick the only touchdown scorer in the Niners game, and I was still grumpy about it. <laughs> so we well, the, the guy two, I picked got targeted the only two once. Got it right. <laughs> I think well, so. Well done. Well done. And I say we. I didn't even pick mine, but you know, <laughs> I'm taking the credit for it. Uh, yeah, I think Pat argued for that one. I argued for Josh Allen, so I'd have been right as well. You would have oh. been right as well. So would Pat. So would I. So we're all okay. Um, oh, just boy. in case you didn't hear me the first time, I'll say it again. Bills win. Go, go Bills. Woo. What a pathetic little loving that was. Right. Um, we are going to pick... <laughs> All right, Russ. God, he's angry. He's angry this week, isn't he? Can you tell? The little it's vein generous. in his head. The little vein in his head is like sticking out even further than normal. <laughs> Look, just because you got a win in week one. You know, not, not all of us did. Win um, is not for everyone, Adam. Come on. No, tell me about it. Right, this is this this segment has become a joke because last week we clearly hadn't <laughs> discussed it before the podcast. Um, Steve, oh, you know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, mate. Um, no, we've... he'd be delighted by how shambolic we are about this. <laughs> <laughs> he would, although he's probably th- he he probably wonder if we're ever going to win some money doing this. But you know, no. um, we are going to pick rookies, and we did discuss this earlier. We discussed this hours ago, and only three people. From the podcast have got their picks in, including of... one of the people currently sat on the podcast recording hasn't said two verses yet. I mean, to be fair, we can ask him now, um, yeah. and that cut that ticks that box. Craig, nothing, not uh, not something standard. standard. Who have Ru- we got Russ, so far? I don't think I don't think Russ has answered either. Um, we have got, funny enough, Pat uh, made the made his pick first with Jahan Dotson, um, hoping he could replicate his heroics. Um, for the, I nearly said Redskins. That's two <laughs> names ago. Um, whatever they're called now. Um, I am going for Chris Alave for the Saints. Mark, nice. um, who did you pick? Drake London from the um, Atlanta Falcons. Thought I had a decent first week. And um, yep, so I'm going with him. Okay. Rich, do you want to make a pick now? Yeah, I'm going to go with Traylon Burks because I thought he had a good week one and I think he can actually score a touchdown. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, well, we're not winning this. We might as well not bother. Um... <laughs> For Craig, why don't we go with um, Garrett Wilson, their number, like their receiver that they took in the first round? Okay. Yeah, sounds um, good. Who do you think Russ would like us to pick? Any uh, sexy sort of sounding names that oh, might get I, his attention? I what I about? Reckon... Oh, go on, go on, Mark. I, I was going to nominate someone who I thought looked looked decent in. 
fairly limited opportunities, but um, is someone who is going to be a, a favourite there, I think. Sky Moore of the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, okay, yeah. So good, he's got two Ys in his name. I was going to suggest Damian Pierce for uh, Houston. Uh, sort of taking over as the running back. Yeah. RB1-ish there. Do you want to yeah. change your pick? I really hope, I really think you should. No, I'm going with Burks. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, I mean, if if he gets a touchdown from his one target that he'll get in Buffalo, then good. We're, we're onto something. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Joe, we had Dotson, we have Alave, we had London, we have Burks, Wilson, and more. There you go. That's our Steve Rains anytime touchdown corner bet. That so who's, is five who's... pounds that we are burning. Oh, we are pissing <laughs> that against the wall. Like yeah, all the others. Yeah. But there's some weeks that we do this, and I look at the six scores, and I think there's no way that can't come in. Yeah. This week, there's absolutely no chance it's coming in, which probably means it will. <laughs> it's usually one of those ones where we're like, pick a running back. It's like, well, we'll pick the guys who have been all over scoring for like the last <laughs> five weeks, yeah. and then none of them none come in. None of them in. score, yeah. Have we ever done one where we'll pick a guy that scored a touchdown the week ago? Just to, because that's oh, effectively what we unwittingly do. Um, we should anyway. do that at some point. And I think we're we running did, out yeah. ideas. We did one this last is, This is something we should throw this out to the listeners. If you've got a good idea of what we should do for the Steve Rains bet, get in touch and tell us what we should pick next week. If you're still listening after an hour and six minutes, <laughs> then you're probably one of us or. <laughs> I don't listen for this one. <laughs> <laughs> Get in touch at Long Snap Pod. And what 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 should we do for the Steve Rains Steve Rains bet? All right. Any other business? Um, let's end this in twenty minutes when we've all done any other business. Although there are only three of us, so it might be quick. Yeah. Um, Mark, you weren't here last week, so kick us um, off. Just just a quick bit of uh, of entertainment that I I heard from a Canadian friend this week um, that Canada. Um, have last year declared that on September the 30th is is going to be a national holiday, which is it's something to do. It's a remembrance called Truth and Reconciliation Day, where they acknowledge all the the like actually like the horrible tragedy and harm done to Indigenous people um, in by the residential school system. And that that day is coming up, and it's well worthwhile, and it's excellent for Canada to do it. Um, next week they have decided to have a Memorial Day bank holiday for the Queen. Um, so it's rather delicious, and a lot of Canada hasn't lost the irony on the fact that they are going to have a day off for the Queen, and then 11 days later have a day off to remember the thousands of families destroyed by the school system <laughs> that she created. Um, so phenomenal work all round by Canada. Well done, everybody. I do think there's an element of the Queen getting blamed for a lot of stuff where she doesn't actually have any power at all. Uh, yeah, I'm, right. I, I'm I'm fairly sure that when you put your name to something and it's the school system that the <laughs> royal family perpetuated and set up and have apologised for in the past, um, that's that's something she was fully aware of. Oh, aware of, but probably not able to do that much about. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. I think when you when you're the Queen, you can you can do you can do something. <laughs> Apologise well, and condemn it, I guess. That's about it. Yeah, it was just, I found it amusing. That yeah, those, yeah, no, those no, days <laughs> were 11 days apart. Well done, everybody. Uh, um, I thought the Queen might come up in, in any, any other business at some point. Has she but, done something recently? Uh, well, not... She not... cancelled football. 
<laughs> she did that. that do you know what can i can i also say something about that sorry i'm, I'm jumping into a second point here um no one's ever done a second IOB before. no <laughs> no so it was my it would have been my son's first league my he plays under 11s youth football it would have been his first league fixture this saturday just gone obviously it was cancelled i i struggle to understand why it was cancelled i know that you know it's you've got to have a period of mourning and i get it i'm not royalist i don't wish anybody ill but i you know i'm i'm not that way inclined i cannot believe that the queen would have rather youth football get cancelled and kids weren't running around a football pitch having done a minute or two minutes silence and explaining to the kids why you're doing it and the significance of doing it rather than them being at home sat on a screen you can't tell me that that's a better option i can understand cancelling professional top level football as a i I don't agree with it i can see the perspective and And someone did make the argument someone did make the argument of if if cricket cricket carrying on or cricket cancelling is never going to get shat on by the daily mail football will if they don't take a week off it was done because um you need a lot more police to police a game of football and that wasn't available and they didn't want the risk of mass chanting and booming that's 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 it that's that's that last thing that's why yeah honestly i think that's all that's the reason it was cancelled and so i get i get some of that stuff but lower levels than that like amateur level football like what's the point and i read i read something online that someone someone's kid game they were threatened with being thrown out of their local league if they had played even a friendly that weekend yeah we were we were told that we weren't allowed to arrange friendlies because it went against the point of it well i mean that's true if you're going to cancel them then but what what happens if if all of those kids turn up in a park and play a game of football that's technically not organized are you still going to shout at them for doing that like it just seems bonkers to me uh, uh, I, yeah i i don't understand. kids kids football all we do is try and get them outside playing more and getting them off screens because it's better for them you can't tell me that the queen would have rather them be inside in this she would have been the first that was like get get them out there carry on it yep. was i i found it really really bizarre uh, <laughs> I I can't see any side of any argument around this that was was would be against that. Like it, whether you're a royalist or not, you know you think like the Queen would want people to keep playing sport. Surely she yeah. loves sport. She turned Absolutely. up at every sport you can think of. Yes. Um, you know, rec- recognizing that as a big part of this country's culture, and it is. And yeah, it would. It would seem a good way of paying tribute to Her, her Majesty to yeah. to have lots of the, lots of these moving tributes, and we'll we'll see all of those. But it's just caused a bit of disruption. I don't know if you've seen the the Centre Parks thing today on the, on the, <laughs> yeah. on the level of bonkers. <laughs> uh, but that's but, that's as much as anything as Centre Parks being like, yeah, we're cancelling your holiday. Sorry about that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Sure. I can't work out if these companies and organizations are just worried about offending somebody or what the like what the motivation is like if are they doing this because they care about their staff and they're worried that um whoever 
is sending all the kids down the rapids um, who's normally doing that really wants to watch the Queen's funeral on TV. I'm pretty sure that's not motivating centre parks into making their decision. I don't know. It's just, that, what do you do if you've got a holiday that that day goes over? Do you have, can you stay there still or do you have to leave? No, apparently you have to leave. You have to leave and go back. And if, if you're staying for a fortnight and that's in the middle of your fortnight, you have to go home and then come back the next day. Jesus. What if you've yeah. driven down from like Scotland for a holiday in like yeah. Yeah. New Forest or something? Wow. <laughs> Off you go. I mean, go and have a couple of nights in the travel lodge if you want, but you know. <laughs> Just that's leave mad, the trouser press it? alone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I yeah. don't get it. I don't get it. It's yeah. Can you can you get an Irish coffee at two a.m.? <laughs> I'd like a hot. I'd, I'd like a hot egg, please. Crescents of crisps. <laughs> um, um, no, no, no. Any time in the next fifteen minutes. <laughs> I'd like to lay it, your chicken. <laughs> Um, Eddie, who's, who's gone? Uh, me, just I Mark. Have. I have. <laughs> oh, I might, I might go. Um, yeah, we're going to manage fifteen minutes of AOV. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course we are. Oh, I don't even know what I was going to say. It's, uh... Oh, oh, oh. No, I do. I do. I'll tell you what. I was driving today, turning right at an ordinary T junction, just about to pull out and turn. See a cyclist who's cycling from my left to right along the pavement so my immediate decision is me turning right isn't going to impact this cyclist cycling along the pavement in any way um, but the cyclist on seeing what I was about to do quite deliberately then veered off the curb into the road to make a point okay. um, so I aborted my manoeuvre and sort of and, but it's, it's, it's like a wider thing I feel that Uh, this I don't want to get into having a, a bashing cyclists because that's not that's not the point of this. But there's certain like it's it's a wider society thing. I think like the, the people just seem to want to go out of their way to be in the right when they're there. There's no need for it. Like it, that that chap's just cycling on the pavement fine if you i could get angry about cycling on the pavement that's another debate entirely but rather than just carry on doing that wanted to put himself in a situation where oh you're not looking out for cyclists vibe i don't even know if i'm Are you sure he even saw you oh 100 he did that because he saw me and wanted to make a point he, like as if to say you aren't looking out for cyclists you that should was have run why, over his bicycle that was why he did it I, as, as someone who is one of those cyclists, um, you, you probably don't cycle along the pavement. And if you I, I did, don't, I don't cycle yeah. along the pavement. You're not one of those cyclists. You're just I, a cyclist, but, but there also are, mostly not a cunt as well. There, there are mostly. Well, Do you see what I'm getting at? Though? There are there are a lot of arsehole cyclists around um, who think There's, that rules don't apply to them. And it, it's it's frustrating. Um, well, it's not just that the rules don't apply to them. It's that everyone else is breaking the rules and should be punished for breaking the rules, even though the rules don't apply to them. Yeah. Yeah, cyclists are a, a vast. A lot of cyclists are dickheads. There's no, no doubt. I, about I saw this. It. I don't. I, saw this I, video I think it's, on... it's a small minority, but they do it in such a flagrant way that it makes it really obvious when they do it. And I tell you, who's be, I tell you, who's becoming even worse is those 
cunts that drive around on those electric e-scooters. Yeah, e-scooters. They Fuck are, e-scooters. They are even worse because they're like completely and utterly like, I'm not even stopping at really obvious junctions. And I no, just, just don't care. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's there. They're the like worst. Like they come with some worst. kind of special force field that means that you'll just bounce off a car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you won't. <laughs> they are. They're the worst. I, I fucking I hate those things. The... I refuse to use them. There's loads of them in Bristol. Yeah, oh, but they're not. Place. They're not legal, are they? I think that... they are. In, mm, they are in Bristol. They are. Yeah. There's yeah. some deal that they've done. If if you're renting one, then there's there's oh, some yeah. way well, they've done it. But yeah. you have to be on the roads, and a lot of a lot of people ride them on pavements and stuff as well. Yeah. The the there's this video on, I think like I don't know, it all got shared widely on Twitter recently of a cyclist from his like camera um and it was just a, a car had hit the cyclist at very low speed um basically what happened was the i think but this context was deliberately removed from the video i think that the lights had gone green the car had pe- beat the cyclist to get a move on it was in front of him and the cyclist just got knocked at being beat and just stayed there and wouldn't move out the way so the car tried to get round him, like knocked him. And so this had been shared. Look, I've been hit by this car, blah, 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 blah. Like having, but literally provoked the driver into doing something. And um, which you're deliberately getting in, in their way. Um, it's just the, yeah, that sort of vibe of, I'm going to do this to make a point against somebody who hasn't actually done anything wrong. It just undermines actual injustice. This country. This country. Having said that, it is one of my favourite pastimes to the the retort of when anyone says, oh, cyclists should pay road tax. It's one of my favourite things, um, just to be able to jump into the argument of, yeah, okay, cool. That's that's not a problem. We can do that. It's um, it's, Road tax is based on emissions, right? Good, so we'll pay zero. (laughs) Brilliant. Cheers for that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, fair enough. Um, are we done? No, Rich. Oh, <laughs> I've got a quick. I've got. I've got a very quick one, which is I don't know. I don't know God, if are anyone. We still, are we still going? I don't know if anyone who's not a Niners fan has uh, seen any of this, but there's uh, there's a lady on Twitter called Rita Oak who's a, a Niners fan who, when it became very obvious that Jimmy G was going to get traded, uh, started drawing Jimmy G every day until he got traded. Including oh, drawing him as like this. South Park, drawing him as Han Solo, all sorts of different stuff. It's it's they're really great. They're they're I mean, she's doing a sketch every day and they're like decent quality. And so at the point where Jimmy G signed his one year backup deal with the Niners, everyone was like, Okay, so what's gonna happen here? Is she gonna like she's gonna stop, right? Because there's no guarantee he'll be traded. She doesn't wanna draw him all, all year for a like for the rest of the season or whatever until he actually becomes a free agent instead what she did was to do him as uh what's his name in wolf of wall street doing the i'm coming back i'm coming back i'm not leaving thing as it's like her kind of i'm definitely not done with this and she's still i mean commitment to the cause she is still drawing him even up to today well if you make a statement like that you gotta back it up it's great i love it keep going love so, yeah, and he, and he's a handsome devil to draw. <laughs> he is a handsome man to draw. That yeah, is, is that is fair. Yeah. 
if I was going to draw a man, it would be it would be Jimmy G. <laughs> I mean, no, it would be Josh Allen. It'd be Josh Allen. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? It'd be Josh Allen or <laughs> one of those two. Oh, shall we get out of here? Please, God, probably let's. should. <laughs> There you go. You know who we are. You know what we just did. I'm sorry. We'll be doing it again next week. Deal with it. Bye for now. You know who we are. You know what we just did. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> And yet everyone who listens to this podcast knows that you're not. That's my favourite, my favourite thing, I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> I could see you pissing yourself on mute. <laughs> just, just when you went, are we done? Oh, God, oh, Rich, oh, fuck's sake. Oh, God, <laughs> for fuck's sake. Not because it was Rich, just because they were still going. <laughs> Your reaction was so genuine. Oh, oh crying out loud. <laughs> It was my own fault because I just I got I got in for a second bite of my AOB. Like one one shit cyclist story wasn't enough. <laughs>